Welcome to Master Your Relationship Mind Drama. Teaching you how to manage your mind so that you can create relationships you love. And now, here's your host, certified relationship coach and expert in all things love, friendship and mind drama, Rebecca Orr. Hi guys, how is everybody doing? This week it is absolutely boiling here in the UK, which is lovely because it's really, really nice to have the sun, but it's also unbearable because we are not used to the heat here in England and we don't have aircon anywhere. So I'm recording this from a very hot office in the dark while I try and block out the sun. <laughs> but anyway, that's me this week. And for this week's episode, I want to talk about regret and making decisions in our relationships and how regret is actually always optional. And throughout this episode, I'll cover both the regret we feel after we've made a decision and how to deal with that. And then the fear of regret that keeps us stuck in that place of indecision and how we can move out of that place. So often my clients struggle to make decisions in their relationships, whether to move in or ask the person out or say yes to a second date or maybe end the relationship or give the person a second chance. You can probably think of your own examples. And then my clients tell me that they're scared of making the wrong decision. And the reason we feel stuck in indecision is because we're afraid of feeling a negative emotion if we've made the wrong decision. So we're afraid that if we make a certain decision, one way or the other, we'll then have to feel a negative emotion later down the line, like sadness, loneliness, regret, whatever it might be. And this is true of all decisions that we make. So not just decisions about our relationships. It could be a decision about which job you want to pick or which holiday resort you want to choose. Whatever it is, the reason you're afraid to commit to a decision is because you're not certain what emotion you'll have in the future about it. And you're telling yourself that there's a decision that is right and then you'll get to feel positive emotion later down the line because you picked the right one. And that there's a decision that is wrong. And that if you pick that one that's wrong, you're going to have to feel negatively later down the line. But that isn't actually how emotions work. (laughs) So for those of you that are new to the podcast, welcome. But for those of you who have listened for a while, you know that the premise of all of these teachings that I am teaching you here on on the podcast, on my Instagram and in my coaching sessions, the premise of these teachings is that circumstances as in the facts of situations, people, things outside of us, these circumstances never create our emotions, ever. Because it's our thoughts, the sentences in our brains that do. So when we think that a certain decision will result in us having a negative emotion, we're not actually correct. What would happen is our brain would be having negative thoughts about that decision in the future, And those thoughts, which are actually totally optional, would be what created the emotion. So some of you may think that I'm just splitting hairs there, (laughs) but this is really important to understand. So stay with me. Think back to the last time you made a difficult decision that you debated over for a while. Did you make the decision and then have zero doubt, zero conflicting thoughts, zero anxiety, zero moments of regret, 
zero thought about maybe the other way would have been better? Did your brain never question if it was right or if you'd made the the right decision after the decision was made? My guess is no, that your brain totally doubted the decision and did offer you some conflicting thoughts even after the decision was made. And the reason for this is our brains create doubt, fear and anxiety regardless of what we choose. So we could choose to stay in a relationship and our brain would constantly wonder if that was the right choice and whether we'd be happier if we left or we could choose to leave and at some point on a lonely Saturday night, our brain would then whisper that it was the wrong decision and maybe we'd be so much happier if we'd stayed. And this is so important because we need to understand that doubt, anxiety, regret are emotions that our brains create simply because they're human brains. And it isn't proof or a sign of that decision being the right or wrong decision. Because right and wrong actually doesn't exist. Because think about it. How would you know if it was the wrong decision? You'd probably say, well, I'd feel bad about it. (laughs) But why do you feel bad? You feel bad because of the thoughts in your brain because of optional thoughts. There is actually no objectively right or wrong decision until a human brain, your human brain, opts to think about it as one way or the other, which can totally go either way and often flickers between the two. (laughs) So the decision itself, whatever it is, is totally neutral and your thoughts about it are optional. This is important, so I'll say it again. The decision itself is totally neutral and your thoughts about it after you've made it or even before (laughs) are totally optional and making decisions from a place of trying to work out which won't create a future negative emotion that you don't like won't work because your brain likely will create negative emotion regardless of what you choose because it's a human brain. And human brains like to offer us negative, unhelpful thoughts all of the time, all day long. (laughs) So an example of this is actually from a member of my group coaching program, Master Your Relationship Mind Drama. So she was in a situation with her partner where something had happened and she had to decide whether to end the relationship or give it another chance. Now, she's made the decision to give it another chance, but her brain still now is offering her thoughts that create doubt and anxiety. Thoughts like, what if it was the wrong decision? And what if it doesn't work out and I made a mistake? But let's be honest, even if she had chosen to end the relationship, her brain would be doing the exact same thing. It would be saying, what if it had worked out? What if ending the relationship was a mistake? So you see where I'm going with this? (laughs) It really doesn't matter what decision you make in regards to whether your brain is likely to doubt it and create a sense of uncertainty and regret afterwards. Doubt doesn't care about the decision itself. Your brain doesn't evaluate the pros and cons of a choice and then offer you doubt only in the moment when it's most needed. It offers doubt whichever way you go. If you stay, it says maybe you should have left. And if you leave, it says maybe you should have stayed. So let's talk about the regret that you feel after you've made a decision. 
So for some of you listening, there may be an action that you took or a decision that you made that you feel a lot of regret about. And the first thing I want to say is we want to be really kind and compassionate to ourselves as we look at this. And I want to remind you that there is nothing wrong with being a human with human emotion. Compassion is so important here. This isn't about deluding ourselves and just trying to think positively about everything. Sometimes we want to feel negative emotion about certain situations in our lives and that's okay. We can choose to do that intentionally. But what I'm talking about here is the unnecessary suffering we heap onto ourselves by choosing to torture ourselves with thoughts that create regret when there is literally nothing we can do to change a situation. And I'll use an example from one of my one-on-one clients. She came to our sessions relatively fresh from a breakup and really felt a lot of regret about the way she behaved in her past relationship. And she was in a lot of pain about it. Now, when we think about the situation, the facts are she acted the way that she did and then her partner chose to end the relationship. Now, for some of you, you would tell yourselves that feeling a lot of shame and regret after that is necessary and important. And I want to argue that it really is not. So just try and consider this for a moment. What does sitting and regressing an action that you can't change and heaping shame on yourself for that action really achieve? Some of you will tell me that it helps you change the behavior and make a different choice next time around. But I want to, again, argue that that is not true at all. When we shame ourselves for our past behavior, we don't exactly feel in the best space to reflect objectively about what caused the behavior. And in fact, we actually want to do the opposite. We want to avoid thinking about it at all costs because it feels so painful and shameful to even look at it. So actually not shaming ourselves and actually being compassionate to ourselves about our past decisions and behaviors is the key to changing them. Because when we're in a more neutral space about our behavior, we're actually much more able to be curious about it. We can get closer to what caused it. We can understand it on a deeper level. And that is how we can create change in ourselves for next time around. And another thing that's important to understand is the reason you feel regret today about something you did in the past is because you're believing that If you'd made a different decision back then, you could feel better today. If my action yesterday was different, today I could feel better emotions. Which again, is our brains misunderstanding the ways emotions work. Because circumstances of the past or the present never create our emotions. It's always our thoughts about them that do. And I think we also like to romanticize our other options. (laughs) Like we like to tell ourselves that the way we feel today is because of the decision we made in the past. And that if we'd made a different decision, we'd be sat somewhere today right now feeling blissful, positive emotion and life would be rainbows and daisies and everything would be amazing. But that is not true, guys. (laughs) I promise you. Because in that romanticized fantasy of what could have been, What you're forgetting is you'd also have a human brain. So your human brain would be creating positive and negative emotion in that situation too, just like it is here. (laughs) So remembering that the decision you made in the past isn't making you feel terrible today is really, really important. It's the thought you're having today about the decision you made in the past that is. And I'll repeat that in case anyone didn't understand it. 
The decision you made in the past isn't making you feel terrible today. It's the thoughts you're having today about that decision that are. And luckily, all thoughts are optional, which means how you choose to think about that decision today is optional too. And when we can understand this, we can actually opt to manage our minds around our decisions instead of stewing on them or regretting them or overthinking them. And I see this sometimes, someone will break up with their partner, feel lonely, and then see that negative emotion as a sign that they made the wrong choice and feel regret, and then go and get back with the person. And then when they're back with the person, they'll then feel annoyed at their partner (laughs) and they'll see that negative emotion as a sign that they made the wrong decision and then feel regret and leave again. (laughs) And they could repeat that process multiple times, stuck in that same cycle because they're trying to change their circumstances in order to feel better instead of managing their own minds and choosing what they want to think on purpose in order to feel better. So let's talk first of all about regret for decisions that we can't change. Like my client who can't go back in time and change the things she did and the way she behaved in her relationship. When we can't change the circumstance, the thought work almost becomes simpler. (laughs) And we need to focus on accepting the reality of what we did or what happened or the decision we made and choosing the story we want to tell ourselves about it on purpose today. And my client's default story was that she's broken and toxic and a bad person, which as you can imagine, was a story that kept her stuck in shame and regret and didn't help her move forward or take anything positive or productive from the experience. She was using her past behavior against herself instead of using it as an opportunity for growth. And the regret came from her thought, I shouldn't have done that. And her belief, if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have to feel so terrible today. But the truth is, she could feel peace, calm and loving towards herself in that moment, even though she behaved in the way she did, all by changing her thoughts. And thoughts like, I shouldn't have done this, or it shouldn't be this way, are all classic signs of when we're resisting our own reality. If the facts are that we did that thing, or it is the way it is, Telling ourselves it shouldn't be is just lying to ourselves. We're telling ourselves reality is wrong, that the universe made a mistake, that what is should be something different. So working on accepting the reality of what is, is so, so important. And then choosing what you want to think about that reality now. And for my client, she didn't want to change her thoughts to think that her behavior was super amazing. She wanted to not really love it and and think that she wouldn't want to repeat it again. And that's okay. But she didn't need to make that behavior or that decision mean anything about her as a person or about her future relationships and what she was capable of in the future. She could actually choose to accept it had happened and make it part of her growth story. And recognize how this struggle or this situation actually served her in a way because it helped her understand herself more deeply and change something about herself that enabled her to grow. She learned important things about herself and now she could evolve from that into the person she was going to become. Imagine how peaceful you could feel right now if you accepted the reality exactly as it was and stop torturing yourself with the belief that it should be different 
and start making the circumstance as it is today mean something terrible about yourself. And when we're thinking about decisions we can change that we're feeling regret over currently and considering maybe changing, I want everyone listening who relates to this to just take a deep breath and pause for a moment. Because making a decision to maybe go back or change a decision you've made because you're trying to escape a negative emotion is not going to work. Because as we've talked about, what's waiting on the other side of that is more negative emotion because your brain will still offer you negative thoughts that potentially could create doubt or regret. You could change your decision and your brain will likely tell you that that was now the wrong decision and you should change it back. For example, say you decided to end a relationship and now you regret it. Really consider why you regret it. Is it because you suddenly feel lonely or sad and you think going back will fix that for you and make it go away? Well, if that's the reason, sure, you could go back and you'd get a relief from that loneliness and sadness for a moment. But then your human brain is just going to create more negative emotion about something else, probably about how your partner isn't doing that thing you want them to do. And you're going to have all those thoughts that led you to leave the relationship in the first place. (laughs) So some of you may be feeling a little confused right now and thinking, So if my brain is going to create negative emotion either way, no matter what I do, how the hell am I supposed to know what to do? And the answer lies within the question. If you accept that your brain will create positive and negative emotion, whether you're single or in a relationship, whether you stay at this job or go to another job, because it's a human brain and you are willing to feel that, and manage your mind around either circumstance, which path would you choose? If you weren't making this decision to try to escape and run away from a negative emotion, but instead accepting that your human brain is bound to create negative emotion either way, what then? What choice would be most aligned with what you really desire, with your values, with what your future self wants? And I believe that we all know what we want deep down and I think it's the fear of our unmanaged minds and what they might say to us in the future and ever having to experience negative emotion later down the line, that is what confuses us. And a coach I love called Cara Lowenthal, which you've probably heard me mention on the podcast before, asked the question once, if you knew you could feel happy and secure and confident in your decision either way, then which would you choose? And I think that's such a powerful question because my friends, that is something that's not just luck of the draw. Happiness, security, confidence doesn't come from us making a universally certified right decision because that doesn't exist. You can create peace, happiness, security and confidence no matter what decisions you make by choosing on purpose what you want to think about it. Your current circumstance is neutral. And what you choose to think about it will create your emotional experience of it. For example, if you're in a job right now and you're feeling a little overwhelmed and therefore start to regret leaving your old job, the answer isn't to go back to the old job. (laughs) It's to deal with your feelings of overwhelm, to process them and look at the thoughts creating them. Because if you can get to a place where you can feel in control of your emotions and able to handle overwhelm and create feelings of confidence and even happiness and calmness in your current job, your new job, 
Maybe then you'll still decide that your old job was a better fit. That's fine. But you'll then know that when you go back to it, you'll be able to manage all your mind drama that will inevitably come up in that old job. (laughs) All the overwhelm and negative thoughts that you had in your old job in the first place without needing to then leave it again to escape it. Because you'll then know that you are in charge of your emotions within any circumstance. Just like if you know you can handle the negative emotions that your brain makes when you're single and create happiness and peace and security while being single, you'll then also know that regardless of what happened if you return to your relationship, you will be able to create them then. You will be able to be in charge. Your past decisions aren't making you miserable. Your thoughts about your current reality are. And blaming your past decision for why you feel so bad today just blocks you from doing the work on making the experience of now the one you want to be living, the one you really want to be having. So for those of you dealing with regret about a decision you've made in the past, I want you to take a moment to write down the facts of the situation, write down the facts of what what is today. And then write down all the thoughts you have about that. What are you making it mean? Why is this a problem? Are you resisting the reality in some way and telling yourself it should be different? Are you believing you need a circumstance to change or change back in order for you to feel better emotionally today? If so, this is your invitation to remind yourself that circumstances do not create feelings and that you are one thought away from feeling calm, accepting, peaceful, motivated, compassionate, happy, whatever the emotion is that you believe you need to change the past in order to feel, you are one thought away from creating that from yourself right now. What thoughts would you need to be believing to feel that emotion today? Okay, now let's talk about when we want to make a decision, but we're trapped in indecision, which again comes from us imagining a choice that we'll make and how we might feel negatively in that situation in the future. Maybe we imagine giving our ex a second chance and then we imagine it not working out and how we'll feel so much regret and shame about choosing to give them another try. Maybe you're telling yourself that you need to make the right choice, which is always a clue that you believe there's a circumstance in the future that will magically absolve you from needing to manage your mind and will stop you from having negative emotion. Because remember, there is no such thing as a right or wrong choice. There are just different choices. Different choices, which will then become different circumstances for you, where your brain will then make a mix of positive and negative emotion about down either path. In one of my group coaching programs I'm in, I saw someone being coached on whether they want to have children or not. And it was clear that her brain thought that there was a right choice where she would be happier and a wrong choice where she would be doomed to a life of misery. (laughs) And she was really unsure she needed to try and make sure she made the right or wrong decision. But in reality, whether she chooses to have children or not, her life will be a mix of positive and negative emotion. She will have the human experience whichever path she chooses. There are people with kids having the human experience, sometimes feeling good and sometimes feeling terrible. And there are people who chose not to have kids, also having the human experience, sometimes feeling good and sometimes feeling terrible. And that's so important to remember. You don't avoid or get out of the human experience by making some magic right decision. You're going to get it either way. Life is going to be a mix of positive and negative emotion regardless. 
So whatever it is that you're afraid of feeling, if you make that decision, get really curious. What is the emotional experience I'm afraid to have? And what thoughts would actually create that experience? To go back to the example from my group coaching program with my client who's chosen to give things another go with her partner, her reason for doubting that decision is that she fears that if he does something bad again that she doesn't like, she fears that she will then feel regret and shame and be really mad at herself. And she's decided ahead of time that if it doesn't work out the way that she hopes, she'll have to make it mean that her decision was bad and that she was wrong and stupid for for making it. But my friends, those are all optional thoughts. Whatever decision you choose to make and however it pans out, you get to decide what you think about it and how you will have your own back in the future and how you will show up to handle your human experience in the future. Regret is optional, always. If my client's partner does something that she doesn't like again in the future, she could totally choose to make her decision to stay mean all those terrible things. But she could also choose to make it mean that she tried this path out and it just happened to have this outcome. That she did what was right for her in the moment with the information she had. And that now she simply gets to decide again whether she wants to continue to stay or leave. Calling herself stupid and deciding the past decision was wrong is totally unnecessary and totally optional. She could just as easily decide it was the perfect choice for her at the time and now there's another choice that makes more sense in this moment. Imagine how freeing decision making would be if your future self wasn't at the other end ready to beat you up and shame you if it didn't work out the way that you predicted it would. And this particular client even said in one of our previous sessions that regardless of how it pans out, she could even choose to be proud of herself for being true and authentic and trying again. You can see how different that experience is from heaping regret and shame onto herself. So whatever the decision is, ask yourself, what future emotion is it that I'm afraid to feel? And what thought would I be thinking that would create that? What else could I choose to think and feel instead? How could I decide to be a friend to myself in that human experience instead of heaping shame and regret on myself? How could I take ownership of my experience in that circumstance? How could I make the decision and choose to have my own back 100% regardless of how it pans out or what happens later down the line? And another great question to ask yourself is, If I trusted that any circumstance that happened later down the line, that however this panned out, I was able to handle the negative emotion and choose intentionally how I wanted to think and feel about it, what decision would I make today? Which one just feels the most fun to me? Or is aligned with my values? Or is what I truly desire right now? If I knew I could have my own back and be confident and secure and loving towards myself, regardless of which option I chose, which one would I choose? Negative emotion is a part of life and there is no amount of stressing and overthinking your decisions that will protect you from ever having to feel it. Because whatever decision you make, your human brain is coming with you. So this is why in my coaching, both in my one-on-one and in my group, we focus on understanding that all circumstances are neutral until a human brain has a thought about them. 
and that it's always our thoughts about a circumstance that will create our emotional experience of it. This teaching helps you take back control so that you can manage your emotional experience and create the life you want and stop blaming circumstances, past decisions or things outside of your control for the way you feel. Okay guys, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that was useful and gave you some things to think about. And can I ask you to do something for me if you liked this podcast? Could you go ahead and give it a little rating on whatever platform that you're listening from if you haven't already? This is just how I'm going to keep being able to reach more people and spreading the word of this work. And then maybe if you really loved it, share it with a friend who you think would really resonate with it as well. And finally, if you're listening to this and really clicking with the way that I talk about relationships and talk about mind management and thought work, then I think you'd really love my 12-week group coaching program, Master Your Relationship Mind Drama. And this is the place where we meet in a small group and really dig into these tools and concepts on a deeper level. And I teach you how to manage your mind and emotional experience in all kinds of relationships and situations without trying to control or micromanage your friend, family, partner, the future, or anything that's outside of your control. So if you think this might be for you, the next program won't be launching until September because I'm currently in the middle of, of doing a round right now. But if it's of interest, you will want to go and get yourself on the wait list just to make sure that you don't miss any information about it launching and to make sure that you don't miss the 24-hour discount that I offer when doors first open. So head to the information section of this episode and I'll drop the link in there to get on the wait list and also a link with all the details about the program. And if you have any questions about the program, you know where to find me. Come and find me on Instagram at Rebecca or Coaching and fire away and I'll be happy to answer all of your questions. Okay, guys, I hope you all have an amazing weekend and I will speak to you all next week. Bye. If you're loving this podcast, you can also hang out with Rebecca on Instagram and TikTok at Rebecca or Coaching. Don't forget to sign up to her email list for exclusive freebies and for more information on her one-to-one and group coaching programs. 